Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. You can now relive the best moments of the UEFA Champions League 24-7. The UEFA Champions League channel is a new 24-hour streaming channel serving non-stop goals, highlights, and full match replays from the world's most prestigious club competition. Reminisce on your favorite moments, legendary players, and brilliant goals with the UEFA Champions League channel streaming around the clock on Pluto TV and the CBS Sports app. Talking about the top waiver wire options for week eight next on Fantasy Football Today in Five. Welcome to FFT in Five. I'm Chris Towers and I'm here by myself to get you ready for the week eight waiver wire. Obviously, make sure you listen to the full episode of Fantasy Football Today on your podcast feeds for a full breakdown of the top options for week eight. But first, let's talk about that 49ers Vikings game where the Vikings surprisingly upset the 49ers here uh 22 17 and i think the biggest takeaway from this game is just hey christian mccaffrey played and he looked pretty good he did christian mccaffrey things 96 total yards two touchdowns only three catches only 15 carries but it wasn't a game where the 49ers played a ton of snaps the the vikings had the ball a little more often so doesn't really seem like there was anything limiting him with that oblique injury elijah mitchell and jordan mason who we spent all that fab money on last week Combined for one carry for a negative one yard. So, yeah, no limitations there with Christian McCaffrey with his oblique injury. And as long as he doesn't suffer any setbacks, which is always possible with obliques, I want to stress. But as long as he doesn't suffer any setbacks, he's going to be good to go. He's the number one running back in fantasy football. He should be the number one running back in fantasy football moving forward. And I think if we were redrafting, he might be the number one pick in all fantasy leagues for the rest of the season. So, no concerns there. There were a couple of scares on the Viking side as far as the injury front goes. TJ Hawkinson had a couple of scares with an ankle injury, but he played through it. Jordan Mason also left the game. It was a little scary late. He grabbed at his foot. Turns out it was just cramping. So he was all good. He came back in the game. TJ Hawkinson played through that ankle injury. No concerns there, and they both had great games. They stepped up. This is what we were hoping to see when Justin Jefferson went down. TJ Hawkinson, 11 catches on 12 targets for 86 yards, but Jordan Addison's the real headline here. Seven catches, 124 yards, two touchdowns on on 10 targets. One of those touchdowns was just a bonkers play where he just out-muscled the 49ers uh, defensive back. 49ers defensive back, Ward stepped in front of the pass, looked like he had an interception, and Jordan Addison just took it from him and ran the rest of the way for the touchdown. It was a a rare kind of play from a guy that we hope was a rare talent. He's starting to show that he can be that kind of guy. He's making plays down the field. He's garnering a solid target share. It was about 22%, 23% today. Not quite alpha number one wide receiver type numbers, but that'll play as long as Justin Jefferson's out. And when Jefferson's back, I still think Jordan Addison can be a fringe wide receiver too. So very good performance from him and what we wanted to see with him stepping up with Jefferson out. 
Let's move on to the week eight waiver wire options. I talked to Jamie Eisenberg earlier. He gave me his top five for this week, and him and I are in agreement on who the top option on the waiver wire this week should be. At least for me, it's if you need a running back. It's Daryl Henderson. And look, you probably need a running back. Who doesn't need a running back? Even with every team playing in week eight. No buys this week. That's nice. But even with every team playing, there's a decent chance you still need some running back help. And Daryl Henderson's about... 50% rostered right now in CBS Fantasy Leagues. And he had 61% of the Rams running back touches on Sunday. He played, he got the, the ball actually on all three of their green zone touches. That's plays inside of the 10-yard line of the opposing team. So they made him a real focal point there. That was a great sign for his chances. He played more passing snaps than Royce Freeman, who should have a role. So... The scary thing with Henderson, and I mentioned this on yesterday's podcast, I believe, is he's not actually on the roster right now. He's on the practice squad. So there is a chance that some other team signs him to their active roster or the Rams just decide they don't want to play the roster games with him. They got the one week out of him. They let him go. I think that's really unlikely, though, given how they just threw him out there for you know 50% of the snaps and, and the lead running back role. I think he's going to be the lead back moving forward with Kyron Williams out, at least for the next two games. They'll have to make a decision on whether to add him to the active roster at that point, and Williams will be one game away potentially. So, you know, th there's a short-term uh, thing with Henderson here, but if you need a running back for the next couple of weeks, he's absolutely the top option. If you don't need a running back, there are some really good pass catchers, especially young rookies. Dalton Kincaid, tight end for the Buffalo Bills, had eight catches last week, starting to come into his own, hopefully. It's only one week, but Dawson Knox suffered a wrist injury that's going to require surgery, so Dalton Kincaid could be about to take off as a top 12 tight end moving forward. Uh, the other two, Jackson, Jackson Smith and Jigba for the Seattle Seahawks, had the breakout game we were hoping for with DK Metcalf out in week seven, but even in week six, he saw his route share jump up to 81%. Still wasn't seeing a lot of downfield work, but he got that in week seven, so I think that was a good sign. And then Josh Downs for the Indianapolis Colts. I think he's going to benefit from Gardner Minshew being the quarterback. We've seen that the last couple of weeks. Big numbers there. Broke a big play this week. That was really nice to see because he was someone who looks more like a you know possession, move the chains kind of slot guy, which is great in PPR. But what we've seen, you know, with him breaking that big play on Sunday was maybe there's a little more upside here. So that's a really good sign. This is going to be a, a fast-paced, high-volume offense with the uh, Indianapolis Colts. So I do think there's a chance for Josh Downs to be a solid wide receiver three moving forward for fantasy, someone who is rostered in under 50% of fan CBS Fantasy Leagues right now. That's going to do it for FFT and 5. Again, make sure you listen to the full episode of Fantasy Football today on your podcast feeds for an in-depth breakdown of the waiver wire. Make sure you check out Jamie Eisenberg's full waiver wire breakdown column on cbssports.com slash fantasy. We'll see you tomorrow. Now streaming on Paramount+. Plus. You ready, Bob? Well, all right. Audiences are raving. Bob Marley is electrifying. It's the feel-good movie of the year. You dig? Bob Marley, One Love. Rated PG-13. Now streaming on Paramount+.